Later this spring, 2022, we're starting a new initiative entitled Afroliteracy.com. Let's go on a quick artifactual journey to learn a little bit about personal libraries in the homes of both formerly enslaved African Americans as well as freeborn families. Let's start off with none other than Reverend Dr. Daniel Grafton Hill Sr. In today's world, folks know of Lawrence Hill of Canada, a world famous author who is the great grandson of our bibliophile. Let's learn a little bit about D.G. Hill. This gentleman was born December the 18th, 1860 in Maryland. And uh, his parents were Demias Crew Hill, born circa 1815, and the father Richard Hill, born circa 1806. The parents were born in Washington County, Maryland. Paternal grandparents, Minty Hill and Richard Hill, about 1761, both born in St. Mary's County, Maryland. And this part really gets me. Parents and grandparents enslaved to Philip Klein. Father purchased the freedom of wife and family. And for the folks that think they recognize the name from Lincoln University in Oxford, Pennsylvania, you're absolutely correct because he comes out in the class of 1886 and his three sons go to his alma mater. So look at the Lincoln University legacy within the Hill family. Also people in Baltimore uh, will recognize the Hill name because they lived in historical West Baltimore and D.G. Hill Sr. was responsible for moving Bethlehem E. from his previous site downtown to the current location in the 1300 block of Druid Hill Avenue for a cost of $90,000. So one of my favorite quotes about Afro literacy comes from none other than Frederick Douglass. And it goes like this. Once you learn to read, you will be forever free. Let that marinate for a minute. That's just fabulous. Okay, so most people think of the family Bible that I'm holding in my hand right here as one of the most important books within a household. But within some households, even if the people were not, their parents were formerly enslaved or were not highly educated, they worked hard to make sure that their offspring understood the value of literacy through books, through letters, through poetry and the like. So let's just look at some rare books that were actually in the private library of Daniel Grafton Hill Sr. These are just a smattering of books that we were able to acquire well over two decades ago, ranging in publication dates from 1854 up until 1913. And what is really exciting to me about this is that many of them are signed by prominent people of the day. In my hands, I'm holding a 1902 edition of Mifflin Wister Gibbs's book, Shadow and Light, and it is signed to Reverend Dr. D.G. Hill with compliments of the author. Here is a prime example of a person born during the midst of uh, slavery in Maryland who ended up with a magnificent library. And we may not ever, ever know how many books actually were in his private library, but this was a small contingency of it. And the way that we know that the books come from the private library is none other than D.G. Hill had a nameplate that was placed in his books 
and it also tells you the number that this book was. And so we clearly know from our collection that he had a minimum of 200 plus books, but I assure you that there were countless others that may have been scattered to the wind. And maybe once someone sees this segment, they may reach out and say, hey, guess what? We have uh, another smattering of the private library books from D.G. Hill. This is just a teaser to get you interested in learning about letters, books, uh, ephemera, uh, lyceums, um, literary societies that are from African-Americans that work very hard to value, appreciate the art of learning to read the, and the ability to collect books in their homes that played a role in them being successful.